0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 6th is Judges chapters 19 through 21, finishing another great historic book with a historic, tragic, and downright disturbing story of a Levite who lived in the mountains of Ephraim Who obtained for himself a concubine, a servant, almost like a wife without the rights of a wife. Just can't imagine that it was a pleasant thing to be a concubine. I don't know. I mean, I guess the physical needs would be met but probably not much more, and maybe I'm wrong. I've never honestly really studied it. I just know that a concubine is not a wife. A concubine is more like a servant, a female servant. And at least this concubine didn't seem to be treated very well because she left. Now, it says in some translations that she was not faithful, but in others, it says that she got angry with this man, and I almost wonder if that was a better translation or a more accurate picture, because nevertheless, she left, and she went back to her father's household for for four months. And when this Levite went to get her, he was delayed multiple times. It was very reminiscent of Jacob wanting to leave with his family, and he kept being delayed. But eventually, they leave. And on the way back, his servant, not the concubine, probably a male servant, says to him, hey, let's stay here in this Jebusite town. And the Levite says, no, I will not stay where there are not Israelites. Let's keep going. And it's pretty late in the day when they reach this town in the territory of Benjamin. Now, we've heard some stories about the Benjaminites, Benjamites, the tribe of Benjamin, the sons of Benjamin. And there seems to be this wickedness pervasive and that's not the most disturbing part of course you know you've read it he's taken into the home of a man who happens to be also from the mountains of ephraim who is now living in this the city and just like we read in Sodom, when Job or I'm sorry, Lot brought the angels into his house, the men of the city tried to break down the door and say, Give me these men. We want to have our way with them. We want to rape them. And it was the same way in this. City In this instance, where this man who had taken this Levite and his little entourage into his home, the men of the city, came and tried, they tried to break down the door. And the man says, don't do this wicked thing. This is terrible what you're trying to do to rape someone. He said, here, have my daughter. You can rape her. And I just think it's the same thing that they said in Sodom that Lot said, you can have my daughters. And I just can't imagine. It's horrible to think about. Why would you live in such a place? I can only imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. But I would like to think that if I were in this situation, I would say, you're going to have to kill me. But maybe the guy knew that they wouldn't kill him. I don't know. But they threw this servant out. This man, this Levite, says sent his servant out. And the men of the city had their way with her all night long. And as the sun was coming up, she made it back to the place and collapsed on the threshold of the door. And it says that the Levite was preparing to resume his journey. I wonder if he slept that night. There's so much wrong with this story. I hate it. I just don't like it. He says to her, get up. She's unresponsive. I don't know if she's just exhausted from the night before. It doesn't say that she's actually passed away at this point. But he carries her home and then he horrifically divides her body into 12 pieces and sends them out to all the different tribes of Israel with messengers and some of the texts saying, look at what has been done. And as a result, rallies Israel against the tribe of Benjamin, who after trying for a couple of days, they finally pray and fast and seek God's face and God. Gives them the victory, and the tribe of Benjamin is routed. And the victorious Israelites have pity on the few surviving men of Benjamin and develop a plan for them to obtain wives for themselves. Why? Why have pity on your enemy? I think we have to be careful. Many of us have been praying for justice in one way or another, an impending court case, a relationship, a broken relationship and the after effects, and we pray for justice. Somebody wrongs us and we want justice. And then when God begins to deliver justice, we have to be careful that we don't have pity on those who deserve justice. Of course, we want them to repent, but we don't want them to be able to perpetuate and continue to hurt other people. So much wrong with this story. I, for one, am glad to be done with judges, my friends. (laughs) so many valuable lessons in there and it's hard to read at times. Oh my goodness. We'll start with Ruth tomorrow. God bless you and thank you for being here with me. See you soon.